Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. We got to pep it up a little bit. That last episode, I feel like, was a little, I don't know, it's a little too serious. Was it? Yeah, we got in the we got in the weeds a little bit. So serious, I started a farm. ESG, I have a farm currently, yeah. You, you yeah. do have a farm. My son is playing some farm game on his phone, and the other day he came in and he was like, I gotta find butter. <laughs> he's like, I'm going, what? I'm like, well, what? Like, we have butter, bud. He's like, no, no, I need to get butter for my farm so I can sell butter. My cows aren't producing. I was like, whoa, what is happening here? Some kind of Sim City thing or something, I don't know. But whatever, it's better than nonsense on his phone. Maybe it is nonsense. Yeah. Don't be jealous that I've been chatting online with babes all day. Anywho. He's living in the metaverse. He's living in the metaverse of the farmland. All right. Uh, odds and ends. Visit us at the DIY Tribe. Is our website up yet? By now, maybe? Our new website launching launching soon, DIYmoney.org. Soon? Yeah. I think it should be up by now. I don't know, depending on when this show airs. Check it out. Go to DIYmoney.org. You might find great content, or you might or find it might nothing. be redirected. <laughs> One or the other. I'm not quite sure. All right, we got a good question from JP today. JP, what do you got? DIY. Hey guys, this is JP from Minnesota. I'm a big fan of the podcast, and my question today is about accruing for large expenses. In the DIY Money book, Quint talks about saving for expenses like Christmas by moving $200 each month into a separate savings account. I'd just like to know your thoughts on opening separate savings accounts for many different expenses versus pooling your money in one savings account and keeping track in a spreadsheet of your different saving categories for different expenses. Are there maybe mathematical advantages with interest in pooling your money or psychological advantages in saving in separate accounts? Let me know what you think. Thanks. Okay, JP, first of all, you referenced the DIY Money Book. Gives me an opportunity to make a selfish plug. You can go on to Amazon.com and pick up the DIY Money Book, which is on sale now. Right now. Cool. It's actually always on sale. It is so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend picking one up. Nice. Okay, I'm just going to tell you what I do. And I'd love to hear what Daniel does, and then you can take it from there. Uh, I don't overthink this. I have a checking account and a savings account. At my bank, I get compensated via my paycheck into my checking account. Every time I get compensated into my checking account, I do three things immediately. The first thing I do is I immediately log on to my church's website and I give 10%. The second thing I do is I sweep over a monthly accrued amount divided by two because I get paid twice a month, thereabouts. Uh, I move that into the attached savings account. That includes things like Christmas. It includes property taxes, annual insurance payments, which is auto and life and home and umbrella. It includes an annual like landscaping thing that I do. Uh, we have once a year people come out and like do all of our stuff because I won't do it. And my wife got really upset that our shrubs looked awful. They were so, looking rough there for yep. a bit. So I hired a person. It's like $1,000. Holy cow. But I accrue for it, so it's built up into the budget. 
Um, also vacation. So we plan uh, at least once a year a vacation, and I put money aside for that. All of that is swept over into the savings account. And then the second thing that we uh, put money into is for our kids investing. So the kids uh, get money swept into their investment accounts. And uh, then uh, it's actually a fourth thing. Sorry about that. Three things, then fourth. So kids going into the investment account. And the fourth thing is a monthly amount that uh, we put aside for investing dollars on our end. Those four things come out within 12 hours of getting paid. It's just what I do immediately. Uh, And the accruals, getting back to your question, go right into the savings account. They just all go in there. And when I have a bill come due or when something happens, I sweep it back into checking and I pay it. And it's all there and it's all done. Now, when December rolls around... I move the $2,400 into my wife's separate spending account for Christmas. I used to have her just spend it out of the checking account, but oh my goodness, uh, that became terrible. So I just move the money over and she handles it and appropriates it and spends it and does what she needs to do. And that's it. And it works very, very well. That's what I do. What nice. say you, Daniel? So probably the easiest solution is uh, to utilize a, a spreadsheet and allocate the one account um, across the various different goals that you have. Interest works the same whether you have the one account or multiple accounts because it's just multiplication. So whether or not you have $1,000 in two accounts or $2,000 in one account, as long as they pay the same interest, you will inherently receive the same interest. Uh, in that. So for people who don't mind tracking and enjoy the simplicity of just having two accounts, checking and savings, that method works perfectly fine. Uh, However, there is a behavioral psychology principle that says that once you kind of put something in a place with a name on it, i.e. a savings account, especially if you can change the name of the savings account at your bank. So it says, you know, like, car fund or new car or something like that, uh, you are to some extent X amount less likely to utilize those funds for something else because in your brain and in your kind of behavioral patterns, you've already kind of pre-allocated, pre-spent it um, on that amount. Now, that doesn't work 100% of the time, and we see that because people will sometimes tap retirement for emergencies or various things like that. But for folks who, who kind of struggle and need that sort of cash envelope approach of seeing it really physically allocated separately and can see the balance growing over time towards that specific goal and or just hate using spreadsheets, the multiple savings account structure uh, works in that type of instance. We in our family kind of follow a hybrid approach. So for smaller amounts that occur uh, under one year from now, uh, they're just pooled together in one savings account. So that's stuff like uh, kind of like every six months to annual bills, which is things like auto insurance or car registration or other certain types of insurance like life insurance and things like that. We just accrue in one account uh, and we do a calculation at the beginning of the year of how much has to go into that account each month to make sure that enough's in there at any given month to pay those bills. But then there's the larger goals, and I would say anything over, if it's over, say, 1000 or 
and or the time horizon is further than a year out, sometimes it actually helps to have a whole separate savings account that you can track the progress and really see that on track for your goal. So this would be things like vacations, uh, especially you know bigger future trips, uh, new cars. Um, what else do we have in ours? Uh, kids, some kids tuition stuff, and I think we have an ancillary like medical expense one, stuff like that. So we have like four or five extra savings accounts, and they're titled specifically for specific things, and they allow us to kind of see what what is there and what's tracking for the future. And um, then it makes it really easy mentally to just take a huge big chunk out of that at some point. You know, like when we when we pay for a car at some point, we'll just pay for cash. We'll take out thousands of dollars out of this account, but it won't hurt because we see that that account is specifically there for that. I have six houses. I bought an eighteen wheeler a couple months ago just because I could. Excellent. So, didn't we're you in between. To, didn't you used to use a bank that had virtual envelopes or something? Yeah, Ally has virtual envelopes. Um, we used them in the past, but the execution was not great of them. Uh, so we sort of we stopped using it for some people. Again, it might work, but it was just easier at some point to have the extra savings account with online banks. In a couple clicks, you can open another account. The banks probably hate it because it's another like actual physical account on their books, and who knows what operational nightmares that does behind the scenes. But on the consumer side, you just press a couple buttons, and they just add another account to your login, and you can have like 10, 15 accounts. At some point, they probably call you and go, do you really need a 33rd account on our books, or <laughs> like, can we combine some of these or whatever? And they have tried to, I think, mitigate that with some of the technology cash envelopes. And Ally's not the only one that does that. I think some others have kind of the technology where within the account, you can categorize things and 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 group them together but um yeah early on like years ago when they rolled that out it was that first clunky and maybe they've improved it but we've not we've not had the need yet i have the spreadsheet for the short-term stuff and we have the different accounts for the longer-term stuff every once in a while we get a question in the tribe about how people track their expenses or do these sort of things and everybody kind of chimes in uh with different you know, methodologies. And I always say the same. I use Google Sheets. I have for years. I started with spreadsheets. Well, I started with a notebook. Then I started with spreadsheets. And then I went to Google Sheets. And it's really, really worked well for me. I have tabs that are everything from, you know, our overall balance sheet, you know, meaning our net worth statement, all the way to, you know, investment properties that we have. And I keep track of income versus outgo just so I can look back over years and say, how does that investment property have has been, you know, how's that done? Have I made money? Have I lost money? Where, where are we at with that? That sort of thing. It just works for me. And I so I, I think the summary there is whatever works for you. Uh, it's, it's fun. I'm a, we're all kind of Daniel's this way, Logan, myself, we're kind of finding it. We like this sort of stuff. It's fun. It's fun to come up with little hacks, um, you know, of ways to to do different things. And, you know, I I don't know. I think that's kind of half the battle. So you're at minimum tracking it. So bravo. Bravo. (laughs) I would say the only thing that I would advise if you're married, uh, make sure your wife, if she's not as sort of interested in this stuff as you are, or ladies, your husband, uh, that they know how all this stuff plays out if something were to happen to you. So we have a lot of moving pieces in our personal financial life, and I have it sort of even diagrammed out uh, non-electronically if something were to happen to me. So at minimum, my wife could, uh, could figure it out. I'm not quite sure. You'd probably have to help her with the cold storage wallet, though for the Bitcoin. 
Probably. But like, <laughs> go to the freezer. <laughs> yeah. Get out the storage chip. <laughs> it's not in we the freezer. We got to thaw it down. It's not in the freezer. Definitely not in the freezer. All yeah. right, friends. Uh, great question. You know, I love questions that that assume that you're already on the right page, which it certainly sounds like you are when you are accruing for annual expenses. Plus, you read the DIY money book. How could you not be on the right page? Booyah. All right, friends. Uh, Remember, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.